0: Always be prepared to give a defense to everyone who asks for the reason of hope that is in you. Hosea 4.6 says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. What you think matters so much. We need to make sure we can explain what we are doing Welcome back to another episode of the Why2Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron O'Connell, and today we are talking about the other side of why. Or, simply more said, unbelief. Because one of the greatest hindrances to achieving your health and fitness goals, or any goal for that matter, is not honestly believing you can or want to in the first place unbelief. You see, so many people can say why they want to achieve a goal, but it's very rare they understand why they're even doing what they're doing to achieve the goal. Let me give you an example. So let's just say you want to lose weight like a lot of people do. So then, what do you do? You go and start running. You go on the treadmill, whatever it may be. And I would have a question to ask you. Why are you running on the treadmill? And you'll be like, well, to lose weight. I'll be like, I I understand. But why are you running on the treadmill? And many times, people will say, well, uh, because it helps me lose fat. Well, okay, how does it help you lose fat? Well, it helps me burn calories. Okay. Well, how many calories do you need to burn? How many calories are you currently consuming? And most people can't answer that question. So my then next logical question is, how do you know you're not harming yourself and lowering your metabolism while trying to lose weight? No one can answer usually that either. Because if you are getting too few of calories for way too long, you could be shutting down your fat burning. You could be actually setting yourself up for more weight gain the moment you eat any extra calories. Or any take any type of goal. Let's just exit out of the, uh, the fitness realm. And if you ask, well, why are you doing that? Most of the time, people are going to say, well, so-and-so said so. Well, so-and-so is doing it and it worked for them. But in the Bible, we know we're not supposed to compare ourselves because it says you compare yourselves using yourselves as the standard. How foolish. We need to look to God. We need to be able to explain not only why we want to reach our goals, but now we need to explain why we believe we can or why the plan we're taking is going to work in the first place. Pastor Greg Rochelle has an amazing quote, and he says, "If you don't know the purpose of something, all you can do is misuse it." This goes with our life. This goes with anything. If you are given a vacuum, and you are—it's let's just say the 1400s—and you looked at it, you'd be like, "Whoa, what is this?" You wouldn't. There'd be a high chance you might think that, "Oh." I could use this sucking thing for outside work and start getting using it for leaves. And oh, wait a minute, it got clogged, or whatever it may be. You, you, you're going to only misuse something if you don't know the purpose. Also, we can't be looking just to other people. We can't. We got to look to God because we're, we know Romans twelve says, "Don't copy patterns of this world." Instead, we must be renewed by or transformed by the renewing of our mind. Then we'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. We need to test and approve it. So often, we forget that. 2 Corinthians 13, 5 says, Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. We should also examine ourselves to see if our faith is genuine. And many times, if we really are, are, are honest with ourselves, our faith in what we're doing, in our faith, uh, we say, well, I believe God is the right way. I believe that God is, is has the best for me. But you're not doing anything you know you ought to do. Then the real question is, do you really have faith that it's the best way? Examine Yourself. Faith according to Matthew 17, 20, Jesus saying as I tell you the truth, even faith is small as a mustard seed. You can say to this mountain, move over there, and it would move. Nothing would be po- impossible. So we're not looking for more faith. Faith of a mustard seed can make a mountain move. That's why we need to have faith in what we are doing. But unfortunately, we don't have that faith. We almost base it onto our past because our bodies are amazing. We have God's breath in us. We may experience these temporary results from a change or a program or whatever it may be. But with that complexity of the human body, it's always trying to be efficient. It can be efficient at a good thing. It can be efficient at a bad thing. And if it becomes efficient at that bad thing, lacking calories, lacking the energy needed to do the the desired goal, you could actually be adapting to a bad thing and become worse and still more problems. If you just started when you first started working out when you were younger and you took advantage of that youth, when you took advantage of the first couple times you were trying to lose weight, I bet you it came off quick. But then life settled in. Then the curveball came. Then you had. Then the injury came. And then you go back to do it again. It doesn't work as good as the first time. And then you go back to it again. And it gets to a point where you are, you're like, hey, I did this because it works so well. But I keep on having these. I keep having this struggle. I keep doing all these things. And you no longer are looking towards the goal. You're actually looking at the obstacles. And this is called self-pity, and it's a particularly damaging form of unbelief. And it's all about being self-centered and not about your purpose, not of being about your why. When we self-pity, the focus becomes the struggle or the problem and not the solution or the outcome. Because remember, what we focus on, we get more of. And I see this all the time in the health and fitness world. And it's a common cycle. People first start blindly following without any knowledge why they're doing what they're doing in the first place. Or why they're doing will work. Or get them to where they want to go. Whether it's because some personal trainer said. Or this worked for another person. This athlete. Or I did this in the past even though I'm still fat. Or whatever it is. Which means it didn't work in the first place. It temporarily did but you ended up right back to where you were. It didn't work. So then when they don't achieve their desired income, they tend to self-pity and shift focus from that desired outcome to focusing on all the obstacles their actions have caused that's holding them, that are holding them there. Everything becomes about them and the struggle and, oh, I, I can't do this because, oh, it's just I'm, I'm old and it doesn't work like it used to. Oh, you know, I, it's because I didn't work out. It's because I don't have the energy. It's because I'm, because I'm so addicted to eating this way. It's all about this self-pity, looking for people to be like, oh, yeah, I totally understand. Me too. Misery loves company. Instead, we need to focus on that purpose, that why. And then also often, in addition to the struggle... They have these feelings that may focus on the temporary fix. They feel is the best, but they can't even explain why. They go to this new drug. They go to testosterone shots. They go to hormone replacements. They go to these shakes, these these fitness people that are offering these potions, these supplements that say, hey, I'll make you feel good. They go to these new diets. Oh, I'm on keto. All these things. So then ketones are there, which is actually sitting there trying to protect your brain. It's a very catastrophic, catabolic thing being on keto. And they're wondering why I can't, I, I can't eat carbs, I can't do this. Oh, anything I do, the moment I get out of this, this strict little airway, way, I all of a sudden blow up and all this stuff, and I just don't want they lose their confidence. They never change, and then they continue right back to step one, going and trying to do the thing that they just saw didn't work, that they couldn't stick to, that they they go to somebody else. Instead, we first need to first seek God. Seek king his kingdom and live righteously, then everything will be added to us. Instead of looking at all the things we don't have, we need to start what we are gracious for. Celebrate every win. Because the Bible's clear, Proverbs 23:7, as a man think in his heart, so he is. What, what you believe is gonna happen. Your thoughts shape the heart. It's going to ultimately shape your actions. What you think matters so much. We need to derive off of the Bible instead of these places and these things, these diets, these worldly patterns. 1 Peter 3.15 says, Always be prepared to give a defense to everyone who asks for the reason of hope that is in you. We should explain our faith without harshness or dismissiveness. Can you do that? Not only just for your faith, but can you do that for your goals? Can you explain why it's going to work? Why you have this hope? Because if you can't, the likelihood you're going to fail is astronomical. Hosea four six says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected my knowledge, I will reject you from being the priest to me. And since you've forgotten the law of God, I also will forget your children. We're destroyed for a lack of knowledge. We need to trust in God. We need to give our lives to him. We need to stop copying patterns of this world. If you don't do it that way, not only will you be destroyed, your children will be destroyed. Because then they're going to be like, well, my parents were fat, so I'm fat. And then, you know, it's all about this self-pity instead of looking at the goal. They're looking at the obstacle. We need to have faith, because faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. That's Hebrews 11.1. 1. We need to keep knocking, and the door will be open to you. Keep seeking, and you will find Matthew 7.7. 7. But no one is seeking. They just go look for the quick fix. They just go look at these things. They're not actually doing what the Bible says. That's why they're always stressed, that's why they're always struggling. But Proverbs 14:30 says a peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. If you're constantly looking what other people have and what you don't have, it says jealousy is like cancer in the bones. We got to stop looking outside of ourselves and and look inside, because that's where the Spirit resides, our temple. We need to be able to dedicate that to God. Because if we do not, if we keep looking to the world for all these fixtures, we are only going uh, to be lovers of this world, and you cannot be a lover of this world and love God at the same time. It's impossible. The Bible says it. We need to make sure we can explain what we are doing I know it takes some effort. It takes some time. But if you really want to get it right, if you really want to change, you're not going to have this, oh, I can't explain it. No. When you really care for something, if you, have this big, if you have this big promotion that's in front of your face and you need to give a presentation, if you got a big sale you want to give or, or want to get, do you just go there and just, oh, oh, I just, and just, just off of a whim, just give it with no practice, with no looking at it, with no research? Of course not. If you want to get a good grade in school, I know a lot of people have been out of school for a while, but it taught you, hey, if you put in the work, if you learn about the actual things that are going on, you will then get the good grade. You need to do that for your health and fitness as well. You need to do that for every goal. If it's important to you, if you really want to be healthy, you will do these things. If you don't, you will find somebody, or or if you don't know how to do this, if you don't know how to look in the right way, or you want to learn, you will find somebody that is willing to explain it to you. This is what I created, Why 2 fitness to explain why to your fitness, to explain why to the ability to overcome the goal, whatever the goal may be. If you need help, please reach out. why 2 fitnesscom There's a contact page. Anywhere that you can find me on my social media, anywhere, reach out. I am here to help you and I'm not going to make Make you copy a pattern of this world. I'm not going to make you follow these weird diets. I'm going to look at your diet. I'm going to look at what you're doing. I'm going to look at what you want out of things because everyone is different. If you're looking to somebody else and you're not looking to Christ, you will fail. It's having that false idol. We can't rely on certain workouts. We can't rely on these. Not everyone needs to work out. That's just a lie of the devil. Yes, it may make you feel good and, and look great and for the short run, but how many people are still struggling after all the times they went in? How many people are still looking fat, still are unhealthy, still have their diabetes, still have their pains, yet they're still working out, they're still trying to diet? If you are not getting the results that you desire... You What you are doing is not working. If you can't stick to the plan, if you can't keep working out, it is not for you. That what you are doing does not work. Even if it works for the short period, if you do not get the long-term results, it's not working because so many people will get to that goal not really knowing what, Happened or how to live Just that they followed some Pious self-denial Pattern of this world And then when they get there They realize they have to do that For the rest of their lives In order to stay that way Which they can't They're not being real with themselves So then the moment they hop off something They gain it all back But then when they hop back on it It's harder the next time Why? Because it's all stress Peace A peaceful heart leads To a healthy body And Jesus said right there in Luke, I have come to give you peace, peace of mind and heart. This is not, it's not something that you can get from the world. So don't be troubled or dismayed. Sorry, I I, I misquote. It's not Luke. It's John 14, 27. I don't know what I was thinking, (laughs) but that's besides the point. We need to have peace. The only way to have peace is to know what we're believing in, know what we are doing, but we're not doing that. We're just following the gym. Oh, because I gave $70 to that personal trainer and they're going to make me work out, I'm going to then lose weight Lose weight because, oh, so-and-so in this study said so. Well, let me know how that works out for you. Are you still fat? Are you still unhealthy? Are you still overweight? Are you still pained? If that is the if that's so, it's not working. Even if it did, did for a little while and you dropped off, if you can't sustain it, it's not working. There's another way. We need to be prepared to give that defense to everyone who asks for the reason you have hope. Or else that unbelief is going to crush you. We're actually going to be talking about this in a faith setting of sharing your testimony and sharing God's story. Being able to help evangelize, help to win souls, because disciples are not disciples unless they are making other disciples. This is what the next podcast is next week going to be all about with a great guest, Matt Tumas of the Timothy Initiative. We need to be able to be prepared to give that defense of that hope. But so many people say, why are you a Christian? They just fumble it. Why, why, why do you believe in him so much? Because my pastor says You know what happens. The moment temptation happens, and when the world comes around, you falter. Why? Because you're not diving deep in your scriptures. You don't understand what you're really basing your belief on. You don't really understand the history and how it's so incredibly woven into the Bible that there's just proof and proof and proof and proof left and right. This is what deepens our faith. This is how we can then help others to get their faith deepened. But no, a lot of people just go, oh, because it makes me feel good. Because so my mommy said so. Can't have that. And that's what all this next this next week, it's actually a two-part series, is gonna be about. Let's drop the unbelief. Let's learn the other side of the why. Let's be able to explain why we're doing what we're doing. If you can't, like I said, please reach out. My email is aaron at y2fitness.com. Or at Instagram, Y2Fitness, Facebook, Y2Fitness, Twitter, Y2Fitness, W-H-Y-T-O Fitness. I'm here to help. But the first step is to admit it, stop the pride, admit that you have been doing it wrong, that, that the way that you're doing it is not working. Let's, let's learn that knowledge. Let's get to the point where we can explain why we're doing what we're doing, because when that happens, you'll experience peace, and the peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Aaron O'Connell. This is the Y2 Fitness Podcast. Join us in next week. You won't regret it.